Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And today, we have something very special for you. Today's episode will be a cook-along, and not just any cook-along. Today, we have a surprise cookie cook-along. Now, you might be wondering, don't we usually have an entire season of episodes leading up to each grand finale cook-along? And you aren't wrong. We normally do. But this cook-along is a little different. This cook-along isn't exactly an episode of Mystery Recipe, though it will definitely sound a lot like one. The cook-along we'll be hearing today is an audio extra we made for the brand new picture book, Mitzi the Oven Mitt Goes to School, a story about being brave. We made this episode for the young chefs who just read about Mitzi's first day of school at Miss Copperpot's Academy for Useful Utensils. If you've read the book, then you'll know that there is a very special recipe for cookies, and we wanted young chefs to be able to bake them along with Mitzi's help. We thought it was so fun that all our mystery recipe listeners might like it too. So, if you're a fan of Mitzi, or a fan of picture books, or a fan of cookies, or all of the above, then check out Mitzi the Oven Mitt Goes to School, a story about being brave. Written by our very own Chad Chennai, writer and producer and frequent guest on Mystery Recipe, with illustrations by the very talented Gabby Hominoff, who is also a member of the ATK Kids team. It's a silly and fun story about overcoming our nerves, making friends, and starting at a new school. Recommended for young chefs ages 4 to 7, and it's available wherever books are sold. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy today's episode. And as always, keep on cooking. Uh, hello? Is this thing on? Yeah. Yep, sounds like it's working. Um, hello? Hi. I guess if you're listening to this, then maybe you read my book, which is, uh, pretty cool. I'm Mitzi. Mitzi the Oven Mitt. The one you just read about from Miss Copperpot's Academy. I'm really from Mitt City, but I got the letter and took the bus and met some friends and then was brave. Sorry, you probably know all about that. You just read the book. I hope you liked it. And if you haven't read the book, that's fine too, of course. I can tell you a bit about it, I guess. It's called Mitzi the Oven Mitt Goes to School. A story about being brave. It's a... Well, it's a story about being brave, as the title suggests. It's also about my first day of school ever, which is something that can give you lots of feelings. It gave me lots of feelings anyways. And the book is about what those feelings were and how I handled them. But in the book, there is a very special cookie in the oven in our class, Ovens 101, and we're gonna make some... This is the Chewy Chocolate Chip Cookies recipe from America's Test Kitchen Kids. They are chewy and melty and crunchy and filled with chocolate and butter and love. The test cooks over at ATK Kids worked hard to make sure the recipe was approachable, fun, and delicious. And we can't wait for you to try it right now. Yeah! Ah! I'm back in the classroom of Oven 101, and I'm feeling very excited to get started. Are you in your kitchens? Let's start there. 
You'll probably want to be in your kitchens for this one. It would be pretty difficult to cook if you're not in your kitchen. Uh, unless you had a, an oven in your living room. In which case, I'd love to see your house. <laughs> if not, go ahead and pause and uh, walk you on over to the kitchen. I'll meet you there. Great. So now that we're all in the kitchen, here's how this is going to work. Today, we're going to walk through every step of the chewy chocolate chip cookies recipe that's at the end of the book. I think it's on page 17, but we really didn't add page numbers. Sorry. Sorry about that. It's right at the very, very end. Anyway, it might help to have that page open. I highly encourage you and your grown-up to cook right alongside this cook-along. We designed it so that you can listen and cook in real time. It's very cool. We'll start by listing off all the ingredients and equipment. Don't worry about measurements. We'll measure it all out later. And then we'll talk through each step of making these delicious cookies until they are ready to bake. And maybe we'll even hear from some of our friends at Miss Copperpots along the way. Ah, that would be really cool. As we go through, Please don't feel rushed in any way. We have built-in spots to pause the cook-along and make sure everyone has time to complete each step. You can also pause anytime you want. Even if we don't exactly tell you to, there's no rushing in the kitchen. Everyone cooks at their own pace. What do you think? Are you ready to get started? Uh, I sure am. Well, without further ado, drum roll, please. Ah. Who am I talking to? I'm here by myself. I have to do the drum roll. Here's how you make the chewy chocolate chip cookies from America's Test Kitchen Kids. First up, we will gather our ingredients. I... Hello. Did I hear voices in here? Is someone playing the drums? Oh, hi, Miss Holder. Wow, perfect timing. Mitzi. What are you doing in the classroom? There's no class today. I know. I was actually just recording a special cookie cook-along for the picture book. Do you mind that I'm in here? Oh, not at all, dear. Not at all. That sounds fun. Do you need any help? I was hoping you'd ask. Ah, what a real treat, friends. Miss Holder is here to help. Hello. Did they just read the book? They did. How neat. I hope they liked it. Well, we were just about to get started. I see. Have we washed our hands yet? <gasps> we have not. Well, friends, the first thing we do in any recipe is wash our hands. Let's do that now. Sure thing, Miss Holder. That means you at home, too. Wash our hands. Washing our hands. Here's a little soap. Making our hands. Nice and clean for the cookies. Our cookies. The cookies. Those sweet future cookies. I think future cookies are pretty great. But do you know what's better? Present cookies. And you know what's the worst? Past cookies. It goes past cookies, worst. Future cookies, good. Present cookies, best. Cookies right now. Okay. Sorry. That's uh, 30 seconds of hand washing. Well done. Nice work, young chefs. Now, before we get to cooking, let's take a minute to make sure we have all the ingredients we need. Here are the ingredients we'll be working with today. 
Uh, don't worry about measurements yet. We'll have time to measure everything out in a moment. Ms. Holder, would you do the honors? Why, I'd love to. Thank you, dear. Try and see if you can tap each ingredient as I read them out. All-purpose flour. Baking soda. Salt. Light brown sugar. Unsalted butter. Sugar. One large egg. Vanilla extract. Bittersweet or semi-sweet chocolate chips. Nicely done, Mrs. Holder. Thank you. And for our equipment, today we recommend having these items ready to use. A rimmed baking sheet. Parchment paper. Five bowls, one large, one medium, three mise bowls. A whisk. Rubber spatula. Quarter teaspoon, teaspoon, and tablespoon measuring spoons. A quarter cup, a half cup, and one cup measuring cups. Oven mitts, of course. Cooling rack. Spatula. And a butter knife. So our first step is going to be getting the oven all set and ready. Listeners, adjust the oven rack to the lower middle position and then heat the oven to 325 degrees. I've got that for you, Mitzi. Oh? Wow! Miss Holder, I've been meaning to ask you, how do you do that? Teachers are a little bit magic, Mitzi. It's as simple as that. Huh. Oh, sorry. Getting distracted. Okay, so now that the oven is prepped and preheating, let's start this recipe with a mise en place. A mise en place is a French phrase that means set up and is all about having all your ingredients measured out and organized before you start cooking. That's right. Very smart of you, Mitzi. A mise en place is helpful because you have everything measured and ready to add. So when you start cooking, you aren't looking for your measuring spoon. Let's mise our ingredients. First up, it's our butter. New book reading friends, we're going to use six tablespoons of unsalted butter for this recipe. So if you have one stick of butter, go ahead and cut it just a bit. We won't be using the whole stick. Okay, I'm going to take my butter knife and cut the butter. All right, great. Now we're going to melt this butter down. All right, so I'm going to take one of my mise bowls and just stick this stick right on in here. And over to the microwave we go. All right. We'll heat it just for about 30 seconds at 50% power. And now we wait. Hmm. Uh, read any good books lately, Miss Holder? Actually, I have. Life of Pi. Very good. Oh, 
Is that the one about the tiger? Tiger? No, it's... Well, it's about pie, dear. Oh! Uh, of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okie dokie! Now be careful taking your butter out of the microwave, friends. You may want to use an oven bit. Or a potholder. Right! Either way, it's going to be a bit hot. My butter was at room temperature, and so it's pretty much melted now. But if you are using cold or frozen butter, you may want to put it in for another 30 seconds. Just put it in for 30 seconds at a time, and you might end up doing this a few times, but just stir in between and you'll be all melty in no time. You can pause here until your butter is melted. Okay, maybe you paused, maybe you didn't. Either way, you should have some melted butter by now. Let's keep measuring. Next up, we will measure our flour. So we're going to use one cup and two tablespoons of flour for this recipe. Let's measure one cup of flour and we'll put it straight into our medium bowl. Okay, here's the flour, dear. Thank you, Ms. Holder. And we'll use our one cup measuring cup. Now, when measuring ingredients for a recipe, we want to be exact. So we're going to use a method called the dip and sweep. Ooh, sounds like a dance move. It is also a dance move. Just don't do it too many times in a row or you'll get dizzy. <laughs> Personal experience. Uh, but today we'll be using the measurement dip and sweep. So I'm going to start by dipping my one cup measuring cup into the flour and I'll get a big heaping pile of it. So the cup is overflowing. Then, still over the bag of flour, I'll use the back of my butter knife here to sweep across the top of the measuring cup, knocking all the extra flour off back into the bag. And there, I have exactly one cup. I'll put this one cup into the medium bowl. And we'll use the same method to measure two tablespoons. Here's the tablespoon measuring spoon, dear. Thank you, Miss Holder. And we're gonna dip that into the flour and sweep. And that's one tablespoon. Into the medium bowl you go to join your friend, one cup of flour. And then the second dip. Uh-huh. And a second lovely sweep. And that makes two tablespoons. Our flour is measured. Lovely. Oh, this is fun. What next? Next up is our baking soda. We are going to use a quarter teaspoon of baking soda for this one. That's uh, not a lot. Not a lot at all. But baking soda is pretty powerful stuff. That's right. Listeners, if you want to learn more about baking soda, you can check out the podcast from America's Test Kitchen Kids called Mystery Recipe. I'm in it! And they have a whole week about leaveners. If you look for Season 2, Week 6, Episode 1, that's the one where we'll tell you all about how baking soda works. It's a very good episode. Grown-ups, you can head to atkkids.com slash mysteryrecipe to hear more. But for now, back to measuring. I have my quarter teaspoon measuring spoon, and we'll get a tiny little dip into the baking soda, and a tiny little sweep across this, and into the medium bowl it goes. Lovely. Thank you. 
And while I have this quarter teaspoon measuring spoon out, I'll also use it for the salt. We'll use a quarter teaspoon of salt for this recipe, so a tiny little dippy dip and a little sweepy sweep. Swept. Swept and into the medium bowl with the other dry ingredients it goes. Hooray! Ah, you startled me. It's the quarter teaspoon measuring spoon. Hooray! You're so tiny. sugar. So let's use our half cup measuring cup and we'll measure out the light brown sugar here. For this ingredient, we won't use the dip and sweep method because this ingredient needs to be packed. That just means pressed down. So we'll pour light brown sugar into the measuring cup here until it's overflowing. There we go. Okay. Uh, about overflowing. And now we're going to press it down. We'll pack it so we get as much as we can into this measuring cup. Alrighty. Kind of like a sandcastle technique. Uh-huh. There. Now that it's packed, the cup is not quite full, and so we're going to need to pour some more light brown sugar in. Pack it in again. And there we go. It's just about full. Close enough is close enough in this case. Just do your best, listeners. All right. This light brown sugar is measured, so we'll put it right into our large bowl. Here you are, dear. Thank you, Miss Holder. This can take different amounts of time for different people, so feel free to pause it here until you're ready. All right, back to it. Next up is the sugar. Sweet. Ha! Good one. For this recipe, we'll use a quarter cup of sugar. I have my quarter cup measuring cup and I'll dip it here into the sugar and sweep off the extra and into the large bowl with the other sugar it goes. Wow, it's a little sugar party in the large bowl. Sugar party of two, your large bowl is ready. <laughs> all right, just a couple ingredients left, young chefs. Then all the fun stuff gets to start. Not that I'm not having fun already, I, I totally am. Uh, okay, next up is the vanilla. I'm going to measure a teaspoon of vanilla, and I'll put it in the littlest wheeze bowl I can find. Mine's like a tiny dish, really, since one teaspoon is not a lot of vanilla extract. And so I'm pouring vanilla into my teaspoon measuring spoon. There we go, right up to the tippity top. And I'll keep this in my tiny wheeze bowl until we're ready for it. I think this next ingredient is my favorite. Mine too, Miss Holder. It's time for chocolate chips. We'll use three quarters of a cup of bittersweet or semi-sweet chocolate chips for this recipe, young chefs. You can't really dip and sweep chocolate chips. That's a technique more for powdery ingredients. So you can just eyeball this with your three-quarter cup measuring cup here. All right, let's see. Eyeball on the chips. Not really on, that would be gross. And painful, they're very pointy. All right, there, this will get its own mise bowl as well. Oh, look out, that chocolate chip is about to fall right out of the bag. I better grab that for you, dear. Mmm, yum. Oh, so thoughtful of you, Miss Holder, thank you. I do what I can to help. 
And our last ingredient is an egg. We'll use one large egg in this recipe, but we'll deal with that when the time comes. And so, our mise en place is en place. Wonderful, dear. Excellent job getting everything all measured and laid out before you begin. Mitzi, are you in here? There you are. Hey, Mitzi, I've been looking all over for you. Oh, hey, Miss Holder, how's it going? Hello, Pat. I'm fine, dear. How are you? Friends! It's Pat! You know, Pat Shula, my friend from the book. Missy, the gang is getting ready to play some baseball. We've been looking everywhere for you. What are you doing in Ovens 101? Did you get in trouble? No, Pat. I- I'm making a cookie cook-along, so anyone who read the book can make their own chewy chocolate chip cookies. Oh, you're recording right now? Yep. For people who read the book? That's right. I hope they liked it. How'd I do, folks? I've never been in a book before. I hope I did all right. You were great, Pat. A natural friend. Speaking of, Pat, since you're here, maybe you can take over helping Mitzi for me. It is my day off, after all. I'd like to get a stitch fixed before it gets too late. Sounds good. The baseball game can wait. They'll have an even number if I stay here with you anyhow. Cookies, huh? All right, Mitzi, I'm ready to help. Great. Thanks, Pat. And thank you for the help, Miss Holder. Of course, dear, of course. And good luck with your cookies at home, young chefs. I'm sure they'll turn out delicious. All right, Pat. First things first. It's time to line our rimmed baking sheet with parchment paper. Sounds like a plan. Here's the parchment paper. Go ahead and roll out a strip long enough to fill the whole pan. Okay, that should do it. And we'll just set this lined rimmed baking sheet aside for now. Okie doke. Did you hear that? Of course I did. Who was that? That's just Ronald, the baking sheet. Hi. Sorry to scare you. Oh, of course. Ronald. You can call me Ron. Oh, so sorry, Ron. It's fine. I'll just be over here until you need me. Okay. Thank you, Ron. Wow. Okay, next up, we'll whisk together our dry ingredients in the medium bowl. So that's the flour, baking soda, and salt. Awesome. Here's a whisk. Thank you. And we'll just whisk it up real quick. Ah, whisk it. Whisk it real good. Ah, Thank you for that, Pat. Oh, I loved it. Okay, that looks pretty mixed up to me. So it's time to add our melted butter into our large bowl with both sugars. So we'll either pour or scrape, depending on how hot your butter still is. Here, let me handle this one, Mitzi. Thank you, Pat. If you have a rubber spatula at home, this would be a good use for it. And booyah. Booyah? Ready to go. All right, now back to the whisk. And we'll whisk the butter, brown sugar, and sugar together until they're smooth. This is going to take a bit, maybe about a minute. Ah, nothing like some future cookies, huh? My second favorite kind of cookie. That's what I was saying. Future cookies are great, but present cookies are even better. But past cookies? Tragic. So sad. What does it say about life that all cookies will someday be 
past cookies. Wow, Pat. Getting deep while we whisk here. It's true, though. These are future cookies now, but in less than an hour or so, at least some of them will be past cookies. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. There, this is looking smooth. If you need to whisk some more until your sugars and butters are all incorporated and smooth, feel free to pause here, young chefs. We'll be waiting. We're like future utensils if they paused it. Well, even if they did, then they restarted it again by now, and we're back to the present. All right, next up we'll add our vanilla into this large bowl. Just dump it on in? Go right ahead, Pat. Booyah! Vanilla is in. It's time for the egg. So, listeners, here's a quick tip on how to crack an egg. I'm going to hit the egg on my flat counter here and then separate the eggshells over the large bowl so the egg plops right in. So it's a hit and then separate. Are we ready? Ready. Was more, um, more talking to th them there, Pat. Right, right, of course. All right, ready? Hit. And over the large bowl, separate. Nicely done, Mitzi. Thank you. I've had a little practice. Young chefs, you may have a tiny piece of eggshell or two in your bowl, which is fine. It happens. Just try and fish it out so you don't get some crunchy cookies. <laughs> all right. Now that the vanilla and egg are in, we'll whisk, whisk, whisk until they are all combined, which won't take quite as long this time. I'm just going to stall here a little bit. In the biz, they call this vamping. Uh, not sure why. Sounds like what I'd call camping with vampires. I want to go vamping with you. Anywho, we're all combined here, so next up, it's your time to shine, buddy. Me? You. And your rubber spatulas at home as well, young chefs. Next up, we're going to add the flour mixture from the medium bowl into the sugar mixture in the large bowl. So here's the medium bowl. And we're going to dump it into the large bowl carefully. Amazing. There it is. Great. And we'll use our rubber spatula to stir it all together, just until there are no streaks of flour left. I'm on it. Say, Mitzi, why do we want to only stir until there are no streaks left? Oh, good question. You don't want to overstir your flour in with the other ingredients, listeners, because stirring or kneading flour creates gluten. Gluten is what gives baked goods like cookies or bread its toughness or its bite. For example, bread has a lot of gluten and can be tough and chewy. Cookies, however, aren't really supposed to be tough, so if we just stir the mixture enough to mix all the flour in and don't overmix it, we'll get a softer, more crumbly cookie. Awesome. We're done, by the way. Oh, great. Thank you, Pat. Hey, no problem. Hey, how are we doing at home, listeners? Do you need more time? If you do, feel free to pause here. And you're back now. Or you never left. Either way, we are getting dangerously close to present cookies. We are indeed. Next up, we add our chocolate chips. And give those a few stirs to incorporate. Really giving me a workout today, huh, Mitzi? 
Yeah, I'm really glad you stopped by. It's difficult to host and cook at the same time. Oh, I don't know how Rachel Ray does it. All right, chocolate chips are in. And stirring, and stirring, and stirred. Amazing! That was a stirring stir you just gave. Stir, stir. Okay, this next part is fun. We are going to form our cookies. So, we'll use a tablespoon measuring spoon here to get the size just right. We use this to measure, and so you might need to do a little bit of rinsing first. So go ahead now and do that if you need to. I'm going to do another one of those vamp thingies. I don't know if I'd want to go camping with a vampire or not. Uh, better than camping with a werewolf, I suppose. On a full moon, at least. Ugh, yikes. Ah, anyhow, that should be enough spoon washing time for you. Each cookie is going to use two tablespoons worth of dough. So I'm going to use my tablespoon measuring spoon to measure out one tablespoon. And I'll just hold it with my left hand here. Ooh, feels cool. And measuring out a second tablespoon. There, two tablespoons of dough. Perfect. So now we're going to use a very sophisticated French culinary technique here called Le roll the dough into a ball with your hands. Fancy. How do you do that? Oh. Oh, oh, wait. I, I got it. You just... You roll the dough into a ball with your hands. Yeah. Yep. I see that now. Amazing. Also, if your dough is too sticky to roll into a ball with your hands, which sometimes happens and is totally fine, you'll just want to pop it into the fridge for about 15 minutes. It'll be much easier to roll that way. You can pause here if you want. Okay, let's roll a dough ball. So we're rolling, and the dough is becoming a ball, which is nice. Okay, I'm going to place this onto our parchment-lined rod. Hi. Hi. We're going to do this 11 more times. This recipe should make 12 cookies. Be sure to leave about two inches between dough balls and arrange them in staggered rows so that they don't melt into each other. You may need two rods, which is totally fine. The more the merrier. This should take a couple of minutes, and so while we wait, I thought I would maybe, um, <coughs> sing you a little song. Really? Really. Tiny measuring spoon? That's me! Hit it! See, I wanted to do something to entertain everyone while we finish making these dough balls, and so I came up with a little song I wanted to share. Go ahead and keep those dough balls rolling, young chefs. Drop them on your baking sheets, just like I'm about to drop this beat. At first I was afraid, I was super scared, thinking that I couldn't go to school, I was not prepared. But then I spent that one long night getting lost inside these halls and I was saved. Miss Holder taught me to be brave, so I came back to other class. And I walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. Me? Felt those old familiar nerves growing deep inside of me. But now I know that those nerves were just an opportunity. Come on, let's go. Open the door. Go away, nerves, because you're not welcome anymore. 
inside you think I'd crumble? Ha! You think I'd lay down and cry? Oh, no, not I. I'm filled with pride. As my nerves turn into bravery, I start to feel alive. After all, I am a bit. And I know that bits don't quit. I'm filled with pride. I'm filled with pride. Hey, hey. And a dance break. Dance, Pat. I'm making the dough balls. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's important. Dance and make dough balls. That's hard. Where is this music coming from, anyway? Tiny measuring spoon is a DJ. That's okay. It's time for the second verse. <coughs> it took all the strength I had inside this glove to calm that scared pink of a man using words of love. I spent years in mid city being scared and unaware. I was afraid, but now I learned how to be brave. And Somebody new. I'm not that oven phobic love that was on page two. Now my life is full of friends at the academy. The place that made me afraid is the place that set me free. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. It's not a real door. It is just a metaphor. A way to overcome those feelings in your heart instead of nervous. Being brave sets you apart, uh huh, yes I! I'm filled with pride as my nerves turn into bravery. I start to feel alive after all I am a bit. And I know that bits don't quit. I'm filled with pride. I'm filled with pride. Hey, hey! Oh, I really felt that song. That was. Oh, uh, listen, what's your name, quarter teaspoon measuring spoon? DJ Spice Cup, DJ Spice Cup, that was A-plus entertainment, my friend. Whew. Okay, okay, how we doing on the dough balls, Pat? Should I sing it again? Yeah, I'll just sing it again, all right. Go on now, go. Nope, I'm done. I finished a while ago, actually. I just, you were really in the zone there. All right, uh, right. Sorry. No, don't be. It was really something. Thanks, Pat. How are you doing, new book friends? If you aren't done shaping your cookies yet, feel free to hit pause here. Okay, we're back. Listen, our time together is about up, which is maybe sad, but that means that your time with cookies is very close to arriving as well, which is very not sad. So let's talk through the rest of this recipe, all right? All right. I was bored asking them, but... All right, so you've got to use an oven mitt for the next part. Tell them I say hi. We've probably got lots of mutual friends. It's a very tight-knit community. Pun intended. You betcha. Okay, it's time to place the baking sheet inside the oven, so go ahead and do that. Future cookies rapidly becoming present cookies. Great! going to let these cookies bake until the edges are set and beginning to brown, but the center is still soft and puffy, which will take about 15 to 20 minutes. So, grown-ups, you might want to take this opportunity to set a timer for 15 minutes. 
If you've used more than one baking sheet, you'll also want to rotate and switch racks halfway through. Gah, so close yet so far. Once the cookies are done, use your oven mitt to remove the baking sheet from the oven and place it on a cooling rack. You may want to ask an adult for help with that part. Let the cookies cool on the baking sheet for 10 minutes and then use a spatula to transfer the cookies directly to the cooling rack and let cool for five more minutes. These cooling times are important. The cookies will keep cooking a bit even after you take them out of the oven and this timing will make them chewy and gooey and delicious. Hooray! Hooray indeed, DJ Spice Cup. Well, I guess that's it for us. It's been such a blast getting to bake these cookies with you all. If you enjoyed this cook-along, then I really think you'd like our podcast, Mystery Recipe. It's jam-packed with fun food science, wacky stories, and cool experiments. And songs? And jokes. Ah, right, all those too. You can find Mystery Recipe anywhere you get your podcasts or by going to atkkids.com slash mystery recipe. And if you don't yet have our book, Mitzi the Oven Mitt Goes to School, a story about being brave by Chad Shanai and illustrated by Gabby Hominoff, you can get it wherever books are sold. And if you do have it, again, I really hope you enjoyed reading it. It can be sometimes very difficult in a moment when you're feeling feelings as big as nervous or afraid to find strength or to trust that you're brave, but you are. I know you can be brave. Just remember what Ms. Holder said. Take a deep breath and think nervousness is an opportunity to do something brave. So until next time, keep on cooking. Enjoy your cookie. Happy cookies! Let's take them out with a song, DJ Spice Cup! Oh, yes, I! I'm filled with pride as my nerves turn into bravery. I start to feel alive after all I am a bit. And I know that bits don't quit. I'm filled with pride. I'm filled with pride. Hey, hey! This cook-along was written by Chad Shanai. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik and Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis. Our line producer is Diane Knox. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. David Nesbaum is our CEO. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams. Executive Editor, Kristen Sargianis. Executive Food Editor, Susanna McFerrin. Senior Editors, Afton Cyrus and Ali Velez Alderfer. Test Cooks, Andrea Vavjan and Cassandra Loftlin. Assistant Editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger. And Assistant Test Cook, Kristen Bango. Instrumentals for I'm Filled with Pride, composed and performed by Megan Bagala. Pat Shula was voiced by Calvin Joyle. Ms. Holder and DJ Spice Cup.
were voiced by Tessa Flannery. Mitzi was voiced by Kira O'Sullivan. Ooh.